Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio, number 287, Tuesday, September 14th. Let's do this. We're going to get to a lot of news, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, today I'm going to be giving you my reaction to one of the comedy legends, Norm MacDonald, passing away from cancer complications. Also, North Korea tests new long-range cruise missile, Apple iPhone 13. It's here. I don't know. It's not here, but it's going to be here soon. We're going to take a look at what's the difference between the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 12. Let me tell you, it's a bunch of freaking nothing. Also, Jennifer Aniston says she'd like to date someone who isn't a public figure. Please spare me. Also, Navy football coach fired for COVID-19 vaccine refusal. He quotes, I continue to stand firm in my conviction of faith. Good job, sir. Also, there's a runner, a, a, a marathon guy, running, attempting a world record, wearing a brain costume. Okay, all right. I, I don't know. Also, I'm going to give you my reactions to the Hawkeye trailer, which Disney dropped. And also, in this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers, we're going to talk about DeSantis calls for N, calls for N to standardize testing in Florida. All this in this edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Let's do this. Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. If you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. Hello, hello, happy Tuesday. You know what? I took a hiatus last week. I don't know what happened. You know, it, this is what happened. I usually don't eat Tuesdays. And when I eat Tuesdays, I get lazy. Okay. Which means if I'm, if I'm, if you see me on a Tuesday and I'm doing this podcast, if I'm doing this live stream, for damn sure, I'm, I'm fasted. I, I haven't eaten anything, so just rest assured, anytime you see me going live on a Tuesday, I haven't eaten, okay? When I eat on a Tuesday, especially early, like at 12 or 1, I'm dead for the day. I'm dead. Don't even bother talking to me. I'm just dead. Anyways, I hope you're having a good time over there. Happy, happy Tuesday. To everybody over, if you're listening to me on the 405, go ahead and pull over and kill yourself. Okay. Nobody wants to be at the 405, especially now, 2:49. I don't even know what time rush hour is. Essentially, it's between four and seven. That's what they say. But in LA, rush hour is 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's basically what time rush hour is. Anyways, uh, as you must know. Norm Macdonald died. And it's a big deal. Okay, because Norm Macdonald was one of my favorites. I pre-recorded a video. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Here you go. We lost a comedy legend today. Norm Macdonald died of cancer complications. Now, as you know, I'm a big comedy fan. And uh, anytime anybody dies in the world of comedy uh you know my heart is broken now for for some reason there's a lot of people that don't know norm mcdonald but there's a lot of people that do example my wife didn't know who the hell norm mcdonald was and i was, was kind of pissed off 
But then, you know, I know it's a generational thing too, but it's so weird because she she's like my same age. But Norm Macdonald got popular through Saturday Night Live. And if you guys seen his weekend update, oh gosh, that's how I fell in love with the guy. His his dry there was something about his something about his dry delivery that it, it was just like instantly hilarious. The way he delivered the punchline, his <laughs> his setup, it was just like, hey, uh, I kind of like the the loose nature that he had as a as, as just a person. Uh, I was actually not an avid watcher of the Norm Macdonald show, but every time there was clips on YouTube, I would I would watch it because it was hilarious. His comedy was funny to me many years later too. I don't know what kind of cancer he had, but man, it was like he, he was he was a comedy he he would offend so many people like silly like he had silly jokes <laughs> he would have silly jokes that would offend so many people on so many levels and he didn't I loved him because he didn't care the infamous uh, one, of, uh, one of the most infamous clips that he had was when he went to Conan um and uh, he he would have we're we're gonna watch it. We're all gonna watch it together later on this live stream. But it was just like, to pay my homage, to pay respects to Mr. Norm Macdonald. I have to find that clip of him and Conan O'Brien when he was just like it was like the world's. It, I think it was a mosquito joke, if I'm not mistaken. Because it was like the longest setup. It was the longest setup for a, for a joke. And you know, for a comedian, when you have a big setup, you better have a big punchline, right? The bigger the setup, the bigger the punchline. That's like, that's like one stand-up comedy 101. But the setup was so big on this one that the punchline was not even a punchline. It was... It was so way out of left field that you couldn't help but laugh at it because it was, it was just so absurd. So, yeah, man, another comedy legend dies, another, another comedy legend goes away. So rest in peace, Norm Macdonald, one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. If not, it, it, he seriously won in my top ten. With Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Norm Macdonald is definitely up there. So, if you guys know, uh, want to know what kind of comedy gets me going, it's Norm Macdonald. He's one of the people that made me love comedy. So, yeah, yeah. Did you guys hear that? Oh man, what happened? There you go. Yes, it was the moth joke. Yeah, John John Benitez from Facebook. My buddy. The five minute moth joke, yes.
There was, you know, there's there's something about there's there's something about that dry humor that just that just gets me going. I don't I, I don't know what it is. I think it was his delivery style, like like he didn't give a fuck about what he said, and it was very silly, very silly natured, and like every stand up comedian I know. I, I think the majority loves Norm McDonald. I mean, I don't know. Hey, what's up, guys? Hello, my people over here on the Instagram. A liggity live. A liggity live. Liggity live. As you know, okay, we're going to take a look at this article. This is from the Daily Caller. Legendary comedian Norm McDonald dead at 61 after dealing with cancer battle. Legendary comedian Norm MacDonald has died following a lengthy private battle with cancer, according to a report from Deadline magazine. He was 61. The Saturday Night Live superstars management firm Brillstein Entertainment shared news of his death with Deadline magazine. And oh, my God, such a pun. Did he write this in a piece published Tuesday? There has been no official cause of death release. Come on. It's Norm MacDonald. Pay your respects, gosh damn it. Yeah, you know what? I think I think it would be more than fitting for me to play that moth that moth joke for you guys. I think I think that's what we got to do. Because I'm a big Norm McDonald's fan and I think that moth joke is uh one of the best and one of the worst things that you've ever going to see. So Norm MacDonald, Norm MacDonald, Moth. Oh, there you go. It's like the fifth one that, that popped up. Is this is this the original Moth joke? I think so. Let's let's Now, not all your material comes uh, from, the, from the news. Is that right? You know, no, you, some you, of my material comes, my strongest material comes from real. What was that, John? Play the Seinfeld clip if you have the balls. Why wouldn't I have the balls to play the Seinfeld clip? What's up, guys? Hello, hello. Uh, right now, uh, for my people on Instagram, uh, I am also live on the Facebook and the Twitch. Uh, right now, I'm showing a video of Norm Macdonald, and it's it's quoted the go the greatest joke ever told. It's it's the infamous Norm Macdonald moth joke. Okay, so we're gonna watch this, and of course, my friend, my good comrade John Benitez from Long Beach, Long Beach Comedy, hit him up. Is uh, is forcing me to play Seinfeld, the Seinfeld clip. Could you send me the link? Send me the link, Mr. Benitez. Of that clip because there's there's several clips I think that are different. Yo, what's up, brah? You don't you know that Norm Macdonald died? It's a sad day in comedy, man. But what Norm Macdonalds wants uh want us to do, and when I say us, I mean comedians, people that make people laugh, is to tell jokes. So in his honor. I'm only not going to play this clip, but I am also going to try to be funny for the rest of this live stream. Now, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. It's all a big question. But we're just going to 
Just take a look at this live stream. Oh, life. Uh, Real life? Like, for instance, today I was driving in a, a car. Mm -hmm. You were kind enough to bring a car to bring this old chunk of coal here to the studio. <laughs> we, send, we send cars for our guests, yes. Yeah, so I got in it, and that's, I, you know, I get material that way. So my driver, What do you mean? What, what, how do you get material that way? You get in the car, and what happens? Uh, my driver tells me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the driver we sent to pick you up told you a joke. Yeah. And you're going to tell it now on the show. Yeah, that's how I get a lot of my material. <laughs> okay. Why don't we just have him on next time? Uh, that guy. You, now, that guy. Now, wait till you hear me do it. <laughs> so the guy, he goes, uh, uh -huh. he, I say, uh, I'll be the guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Moth. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office. A moth goes into a podiatrist's office. Right. You are correct. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office, mm -hmm. and uh, the podiatrist's office says, "What's?" Okay, so for people that haven't seen Norm Macdonald, this is his style. Okay, this is his style. This is his cadence. This is his delivery. It's like this. He says it for every joke. There's no extra physicalness. There's no monotone. It's just this this cadence at all time. What's the problem? Oh, thank you for sending me the link, Mr. Benitez. We're going to watch that says, next. And the says, what's the problem? Where do I begin, man? He goes, I go to work for uh, Gregory Olinovich, and uh, all day long I work. <laughs> Honestly, Doc, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gregory Olinovich knows. He only knows that he has power over me, and that seems to bring him happiness. But I don't know. I wake up in a malaise, and I, I walk here and there. And the podiatrist says, oh, yeah? And the moth goes, yes. And he goes, uh, at night, I, I sometimes wake up, and I turn to some old lady in my bed that's on my arm, a lady that I once loved, Doc. I don't know where to turn to. My youngest, Alexandria. <laughs> she fell in the in the in the cold of last year. Mm -hmm. cold. I just I okay. This is how this is this is why I love Conan. It's because he knows this is like anybody else. They would interrupt like, hey, where's the joke? Conan knows this is a setup. Okay, Conan knows he has to say this stuff, and he's just along for the ride. Which I do appreciate. As it did many of us. <laughs> and my other boy. <laughs> and this is the hardest pill to swallow, Doc. My other boy, Gregario <laughs> Ivanilitovich. <laughs> I no longer love him. <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, when I look in his eyes, all I see is the same cowardice that I, that I catch when I take a glimpse of my own face in the mirror. If only the cowardice was stronger, then perhaps... Perhaps I could bring myself to reach over to that cocked and loaded gun that lays on the bedside behind me. And in this hellish facade once How long a drive like this? <laughs> <laughs> do you live in the valley? Where do you live? Please, sorry. <laughs> he says, Doc. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a spider. 
uh, John Benitez. He was he was playing 4D chess during this bit as he was uh, doing Christopher Walken impersonation during the whole bit. Even though I'm a moth. <laughs> yep. Just barely hanging on to my web with an everlasting fire <laughs> underneath me. I'm not feeling good. And so the moss, the, the dog okay. says, Okay, all right. So for my people on Facebook, I got to let, uh, I got to explain this to my people over here on, um, what's this called? What's this new app called? Um, uh, Spotify Green Room and also on Instagram. Hello, uh, Mock. I don't know if you know Mock on uh, Spotify Green Room, but Norm MacDonald has died. So if you want to chime in and, uh, if I, I hope you know who Norm MacDonald is. You know, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to request you to speak. How about that? There are no requests to speak. What? There you go. Accept. Hello, Mock. Hello, Mock. Hello, what's going on? Hey, Mock, what's going on? My name is Chris. Thank you for uh, thank you for hopping onto the Spotify green room, which I never use. You know, uh, Mock, where are you from? I'm from Mauritania. That's West Africa. Oh, West Africa. Okay, so so you probably don't know who Norm Macdonald is. I don't know who the hell that is. Okay, so no, okay, so Mark, hello, my name is Chris Rubio. I'm a stand-up comedian from Los Angeles. Right now, you're in a show called In the Studio with Rubio. We are live streaming in front of a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, I mean a total of seven people. Um, <laughs> but uh, regardless, um, I'm a stand-up comedian, and one of uh, a stand-up comedian legend, a stand-up comedy legend, has died today due to cancer and um and yeah that that's that's basically the the gist of the thing <laughs> uh, i never heard of him oh man if 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 you were just watching my instagram live or i'm sorry my uh facebook live right now um uh, right now i'm i'm playing a clip is the title is nor you could type in the youtube search norm mcdonald moth joke Okay, and the whole gist of this was is like a five minute joke. Four minutes of it is like, I would say whatever, and then all of a sudden, because you know, a joke is a setup and a punchline, right, Mock? Exactly. Right, and the bigger the setup, the bigger the punchline is right uh, for for a good joke, right? I mean, if if you have a long setup, you better have a good ass punchline. Is that correct? That is correct. But this joke is like such a long, long setup. But there, the punchline does not. <laughs> See, the problem is people are not patient to wait for the punchline. They get bored and they leave. Well, and you could argue that most people's patience are, are you know, uh, back in the days people were into storytelling, funny storytelling. Now it's like, it's like if if you're a comedian and, and you try to storytell, you better have a punchline every other sentence, or else people's attention spans. Because people's attention spans is just way, way too horrible nowadays. Exactly. That's yeah. yeah. I I don't even know. Uh, oh, no. What what part of you said Africa? What 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 part of Africa are you from? Mauritania, West Africa. It's like uh, we are neighbor of uh, Morocco. Okay. You know Morocco. Do you guys um and what uh in your city do you have a lot of like live entertainment? 
live entertainment. Steve Bronin is the best, but do you have like stand-up comedy or or anything of that nature? Yeah, we started doing it recently. A few years ago, we started doing stand-up comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's yeah. we? Are you telling me you're doing stand-up comedy, Mark? No, no, no. I'm talking about our people. Our people in general, they start doing it. The comedians. They oh. Doing it. But it wasn't... Um, it's, I would say four years ago. What was that? I would say four years ago, we started doing stand-up comedy. Uh, have you ever tried uh, doing stand-up comedy, Mark? Oh, man. No? Speaking in the public, uh, it's my biggest fear. I, I I crack jokes with my friends and stuff. Yeah. But I don't have the I don't have the guts to. I mean, I don't have the balls. Well, to uh, let me tell you, Mark. Okay. Um, just because Norm Macdonald has died, and just because I'm paying homage to him, he's a comedy legend. I want you to at least within this year, at least try an open mic out. Just go up there and just talk for five minutes and just try to be funny. I mean, what could you lose other than your self-esteem? That's not going to happen. You know what, Mock? It's very therapeutic, man. If you have anybody you hate and you go up there and you're telling a, a complete bunch of strangers of the person you hate, you know, it's very therapeutic. It's maybe, maybe, but uh, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> this is my first time even to be in a show like this. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I you know what? Yesterday. Oh, well, you know, you could you could find me. Well, f first off, I don't know if you're on Instagram. You could find me on Instagram. I have a lot of people watching me on Instagram. I have two people watching me on Instagram. I'm a, a very popular figure over here in the United States, Mark. I don't know if you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could find me, Chris Rubio Artist. That's K-R-I-S Rubio, R-U-B-I-O, and Artist. So uh, I sometimes post little stupid videos there, but, you know... And, and one of the things that I want to do is actually want to go to Africa and actually perform for the people of Africa. I, I, I actually want to just do my stand-up comedy internationally. You know, that's that's like one of the main goals that I want to do. That's one of my my things on my bucket list that I want to do, you know? Yeah, that, that's good. That's a good challenge for you to do it because it's not easy. You know, you have to understand the culture of the, part, of the country you're going to do the stand-up. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ask. Such, uh, I was gonna ask such a stupid question. So, uh, what's the demographic of West Africa? <laughs> but in in West Africa, I want to know what's the humor like. What's the humor like in 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 West Africa? Are you guys? Is it is it like kind of offensive or is it like more yeah. silly? A lot of dark jokes. A lot of what? Dark jokes. A lot of dark jokes? Like, dark jokes as in what kind of dark jokes? Like, like murder jokes and shit? There's no brother, but don't mess with religion. Like, you don't joke about religion, but anything else is off the, I mean... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What could comedians not joke about? Religion. Oh, religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard, you know what? When in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? That's what they say. You know, like if if I'm doing if I'm doing a gig in Israel, I'm not going to be talking shit about the Jews. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so like I don't give a damn what you are. If if you're if you're a person of free speech, one, you know what? When you're at a different place, you follow the rules, you know, right. 
But oh, you know what? We got Adam Fuhrberg from um from Instagram saying I would, <laughs> but he's a Jew. Adam Fuhrberg is a Jew, so you know, like for me, I'm I'm Filipino. If I go back to the Philippines, I'll talk shit about my people. I'll talk shit about myself. You know, yeah. like, you know, you know what would I like to see in West Africa, Mark? Is yeah. um, you know, like when you say you can't make fun of religion, you can't mock religion, right? But but you know, I think everything could be funny to a certain extent. You could. I mean, come on. You haven't heard, like, a funny religion joke? It, yes, I have. I have, I have, but... And do you laugh in silence? Do you laugh in, like, uh, do you laugh in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> I can't let people know I'm laughing at this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> well, Mark, hey, uh... Uh, thank you. Oh, you know what? We have another guy over here at Spotify Green Room. By the way, I don't do Spotify Green Room a lot, Mock. You know, and uh, I like it. I guess it's like Clubhouse. You know, because you get to meet new people. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, there's this guy. Who's who's this guy? Brian. Brian over here. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who the hell Brian is. All right. And I want. Yeah, I want to know if Brian. Hey, Brian. What's up, Brian? How are you guys? Hey, Brian. Now, uh, you, uh, where are you from, Brian? What's up? I live uh, south of Dallas, about 30 miles. I guess it's called Waxahachie, but I tell everybody I live in the Dallas area. Oh, Brian. Okay, so we have Mock. He's from uh, West Africa. And what I do right now, I'm live, I'm live streaming on Twitch as well and YouTube. And I don't know if you know, Brian, but a comedy legend has died today. Did you know about that? Norm McDonald, yes. Norm McDonald has died. Now, I don't want Mock to feel out of place, but I do want Mock to know that Norm McDonald, I'm 40 years old, right? And Norm McDonald was, he was, he made me go into stand up comedy. That's why I'm a stand up comic. And uh, I just want to know what you, what, 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 what your thoughts of, what, of uh, Norm McDonald was, Brian. Well, first off, I'm always sad to see a legend die. I mean, but in, he kept his, as I understand it, he kept his cancer, his bi battle with cancer a secret yeah, as long did. as he could to keep on working and keep moving forward and, you know, inspire other comics to keep, um, keep in the, keep going with their brand and their topics and everything. But yeah, every time I think of Norm Macdonald, two things come to mind. Either, if I'm not mistaken, he was on Billy Madison. Yes. Yes, he was. My mind always goes to that. <laughs> or he goes to the Grim Reaper on Family Guy. So the guy was hilarious. Yeah. And uh, right now on my live stream over here on Facebook, uh, I'm watch. Uh, did, did did you ever take a look at Norm MacDonald when he was uh, at the Conan O'Brien show when he told the moth joke? I'm not familiar with the joke, but I do know that he was a frequent guest, a frequent guest. Yeah. Player, I guess you can say so with this moth joke, it's, you know, like a good – a good joke is, you know, if if, if you're gonna have a big setup, if you, if your setup is long, you're, you 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 want to have a strong punchline, right? That that's basically how. Uh, sure. You know, but this in this instance, it was like a five minute joke, four to four and a half minutes of it was pure setup, and the punchline wasn't even a punchline. So he he had this crowd going, you know, 
it, it, it's like what is this guy is this guy even telling a joke and then he he hits him with some some stupid punchline and it was just amazing <laughs> right because the punchline did not match up to all the hype you know and that's the kind of comedy that it, that 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 he did for the most part yeah he was he was a storyteller in every way i mean and it's one of those there are some again i'm not a comic <laughs> i can't speak on behalf of comics but as i understand also that there's a there's a method you use that's something called a callback. I don't think Norm MacDonald was very much a guy who did callbacks from another joke to kind of keep you uh, looped in on everything that's been going on. Yeah. He, just, he was just very unorthodox. He was. I mean, his, his, yeah, his, his, his delivery, you know, I, uh, of course, he got famous from the weekend update from Saturday Night Live, you know, and... Right. Uh, and he never, yeah, you're so, that's so right. He never changed his delivery. And that's why I, uh, I, I kind of loved him all throughout the years because he, he, he kept his style the same. He kept his cadence the same, you know? Sure. You know, so, yeah. Well, Mock, I, I didn't want to, uh, totally get you out of the loop, Mock. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, Mock, Brian, uh, I don't know how, how much I'm on the Spotify green room, but I do want to thank both of you guys sincerely for hopping into my room. If you guys over here on Twitch and uh, Facebook, hop into the Spotify green room. You beat nice people like Brian from Dallas and from uh, uh, people like Mock from West Africa and me from L.A. getting connected in real time. This is what Spotify green room is. Sometimes it's it it doesn't work out in favor. You, you get a lot of creep sometimes, you know. But <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys, for uh for for chiming chiming in the Spotify green room, guys. You're very welcome. If I can do a selfish plug here, I also have. If you look at my picture, I have a podcast called Your Favorite Blockhead. Comes out every Saturday. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm a big peanuts fan, and I'm a big mixed martial arts fan. Nice. So yeah, I'll talk about the Peanuts, and then I'll talk about the UFC. It's a really unique thing, but either way, I've been podcasting for five years. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I come on, I come on Green Room for the same reason you did, Chris. So yeah, uh, well, thank you for yeah. Well, you know what, we 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 definitely have to link up. Uh, where could I follow you on Instagram? And is uh on Instagram? Do you have like uh the links to your podcast? Yeah, it's at your favorite blockhead. If you just type that word in, all one word, um, you'll find me on. Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm your favorite blockhead. Nice. Well, I just Spotify. followed you on Spotify Green Room, so hopefully we could link up. You know, I always like to link up with uh, you know fellow podcasters and whatnot. You know, especially especially uh, of of somebody of your niche. You know that it's 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 always so interesting. You know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So Brian, thank you very much, man, and uh, have yourself a good day, brother. All right, I enjoyed it. You have a good day too, my friend. Hi, man. You too, man. Later. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, look at that. Making connections all over the place. Hello, hello, guys. Of course, Adam Fuhrberg from Instagram said, I know Norm died, but I am making the chat about me. Of course. Jewish people have a knack of just stealing the mic. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Hello, Sienna.
Hello, Sienna. You reached Chris Rubio of In the Studio with Rubio. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Where are you from, Sienna? I am from Michigan. Michigan. Um, well, uh, right now we're also live streaming on Twitch and on uh, YouTube and Facebook uh, in front of a lot of people, uh, in front of uh, seven people all together. Uh, don't you feel proud, Sienna? <laughs> That's awesome. Sienna, I don't know if you know the news, but a, co a comedy legend has died. Did you know about that? No, I did not. Norm MacDonald. Are you are you familiar with uh with Norm MacDonald? No, I'm not. Norm MacDonald was a was a host or he's a stand-up comedy legend and uh you know, and I'm a stand-up comic from Los Angeles. You should follow me on the Instagram at Chris Rubio Artist, Chris Rubio K R I S R U B I O. But Sienna, this is why I like doing uh, Spotify Green Room is because people hop in and I'm like, oh, there's somebody inside the room. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Sienna from Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do out there, Sienna? So I'm actually in school right now. I go to UVM, University of Michigan. I should have just said that. University of Michigan? That's uh, uh, what's the color? Is it green? What's, 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 no, what's... that's Michigan State. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm so yeah, sorry. no, that's okay. Michigan <laughs> University. It's just like you know the Michigan Wolverines. So. Oh, you're oh Wolverine. You're a Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, girl, I'm a big fan of their basketball program. Let me tell you. <laughs> I didn't know. What do you What are you going to school for? Business. Business. And are you? Is it? Is this? Are Are you an undergrad? Yeah, my dad. He has a he has several companies, so I'm going to college for business. So maybe like when he is retired, I can, you know, eventually like move my way up into owning the business. Hello, Sienna. You're gonna get the family business. <laughs> <laughs> Please hand it down to your daughters. <laughs> but that's nice. At least at, at 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 least you know it's it's you know, it's it's very nice. To know that you have something going back after you get right. the degree, you know. And are, are you planning on getting your MBA and stuff? Um, no, probably not. No. <laughs> You're like no school. <laughs> what is this? Your first year, senior year? First year. First year. Oh man! So you're, you're straight out of high school. Just uh, did did you did you take like a um like a one year hiatus or did you go straight into it? I went straight into it because the school I went to was like a small private school. They didn't have like. Is this is this in Michigan stuff. too as well? Yes. Oh. What what uh what part by the way? It's like down by the border of Ohio. It's called Liviona. Liviona. Mhm. Mm oh my God! It sounds really small. <laughs> it is. Very small. So I'm from Los Angeles. Okay. Like, <laughs> I think one block is probably equivalent to that city. <laughs> probably. And, you know, but here's some, uh, like, my friend Jordan Harris, he's also on uh, Facebook right now. He's from, he's from Florence, St. Louis, I think. And it's also a fairly small town. And I'm getting old enough. Like, I'm, I'm like 40 years old. So... I've always grown up. I've always been in Los Angeles, and I I've known nothing, um, but living the city life, you know. 
But yeah. uh, earlier this year, I actually visited Texas and I actually visited Austin, which also itself is like a big city, but it's not. You know, I didn't know I was going to like that country life until I was like, I like this country life. I think it's because I got a little older. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because it's very tiresome living in a big city. Have you ever been to L.A. or New York? I've been to New York, but not L.A. And what, what, what was your feeling on New York? I, like, really liked it. Like, I love this city. Like, where I live, it's not, like, oh, country, but it's definitely not, like, the city, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did really like it, and I kind of miss it. Yeah? How long were you there for again? We were only there. It was, like, me and my family. First, we went to Buffalo. Then we went to New York City, and we were only there for a week. Yeah. Only for a week? See, I, uh, I don't think you could... You could actually, because I was there for a week too, because I only visited New York one time, you know, and I feel like a week is not enough. It's like, I I remember I went to Hawaii one time. I spent a week there. I'm like, I could have spent two weeks here. I think it's it's the same for like cities like New York. Like you you have to spend at least two weeks at least, Mm -hmm. you know. So what what's the what's the vibe like? I mean, do you like do you like um Michigan Michigan University? Do you like being a Wolverine? Are 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 you meeting new people? Oh yeah, definitely meeting new people. Like some like I think one of my friends I barely knew this person, but they go here. I think her name's like Jessica. I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> talk to her. <laughs> um, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> but like I think she's the only one from my hometown that's been that like goes to our school. Yeah. And other than that, like the people are okay. Like it's normal college, I guess. Normal. Very college. different from high school. Yeah, I would say because I, I'm uh, I forgot where you're from again, but I'm guessing it's a what's the population at at your hometown where you went to high school? Do you um, know? No, I don't, but I'm guessing it's close to, like, maybe only 100,000 people. Gosh, that's really small. Yeah. <laughs> Over here, I think in L.A., we have 4 million people. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference, you know. But uh, also, you know, I mean, look, I got I to let you know, I think the food is the best over here. It, I think the, the food is the best in coastal cities because that's where most immigrants obviously go to first and then they they make their way inward but i feel like um i feel like oh hold on 100k people as large hometown i grew up in was 2k what is 100k people it's it's 100k large is it really i don't not to me Okay, you gotta under, uh, uh, understand, uh, Sienna, something about Jordan, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, he doesn't go out a lot. Okay, he's very antisocial. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but a hundred hundred K is hundred K is a lot of people. I don't think so. You know, uh, kind of, but like it's not really. Yeah, it also depends on 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 like how big the area is, right? I mean, yeah. uh, what, what what was the hometown again? What was your hometown called again? Liviona. Liviona? Liviona. So oh, Liviona. What is the thing to do in Liviona? Like, you know, it's 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 a Friday. Okay, Sienna, it's a Friday, Saturday night. You're out with the girls. What is the thing to do? 
I guess like the one thing that we mainly did, there was like a skating rink, I think. It might be closed now. I don't know. I haven't really been there in a while. But um, so like there was a skating rink and right, right next to the skating rink. It, it wasn't like a five guys, but it was like more homey, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. They had like homemade milkshakes and you could watch them make the burgers and the fries. And it was like, so you would go skating and then you would go eat or you would go eat and then you would go skating and then you would go home. And it's like something that everybody did. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was so fun. Oh, and what's 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 the demographic uh, there in uh, Lenovo? Or did, did I say Lenovo is like a? It's not a laptop. Um, Lenovia is it Lenovia? Oh gosh, I'm so horrible. You gotta understand. I do a lot of drugs, Sienna. Okay. <laughs> Sienna. Oh, I guess uh, Sienna went out. Oh, damn shame. She was uh, such a uh, beautiful lady to talk to, too. St. Louis metro population is 3 million. Jordan Harris said. Hold on, hold on. Am I, am I wrong? Is the population of Los Angeles 4 million? Or am, is, it, is it like 20 million? I don't know. I know the state of California has 44 million. How many millions live in Los Angeles? Live Los Angeles proper? If you could find me that info, it'd be... Going from 2K to 1K is a huge difference. Ah, yeah, I would, I would say that. Especially in money. You know? What's up, guys? Well, hey! Jordan! Norm Macdonald died! I knew it! Four million people, yeah. I knew it, dude. So I wasn't I wasn't wrong. Oh, but hey, you know what? I mean, uh I have I have to finish this video. I, I have to finish it. To pay homage. To pay Oh my god. Are you serious? Hold on. 3.967 million in the city are you talking about st louis greater la metro is 18.7 gosh damn that's a lot of people that's why i feel like i can't breathe in the city sometimes my god my god okay for the sake of norm mcdonald stand-up comedy legend i'm gonna go finish this there's only one more minute left, I think. Man, you're troubled. But you should be seeing oh, a psychiatrist. Okay. Why on earth did you come here? And then the ma said, because the light was on. Greatest joke ever told, ladies and gentlemen. My congratulations to anyone who stuck it through to the end. <laughs> so, so Norm. What? <laughs> we're pretty much out of time. I. Uh... <laughs> 
You guys don't know. That was the greatest joke ever told. I would urge people. I urge people to just YouTube Norm McDonald and Moth joke. Please. YouTube it. Guys, let's go on to the next piece of business. Let's talk about world news. This is brought to you by NBC News. North Korea tests new long-range cruise missile, the country's first missile launch in months, highlight, uh, highlighted steady progress in its weapons program amid an impasse in talks uh, amid at dismantling it. Wow. North Korea? North Korea. Testing shit. <laughs> North Korea carried out successful uh, test of a new long-range cruise missile over the weekend, state media said on Monday, seen by analysts as possibly the country's first such weapon with nuclear capabilities. Guys, it's here. War with North Korea is inevitable. Ladies and gentlemen, just go out. Go out to your nearest all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue and just eat. Just eat. Because we don't know how long. How long North Korea... Go to your favorite North Korean restaurant because it's not going to exist no more after they... Declare war in the United States. <laughs> I would like to see that. I mean, I wouldn't like to see the dead bodies and the war, but I would definitely love to see North Korea be like, I declare war in the United States. And, I'm, you know, everybody be like, what? what? What's going on? What's... I think it went uh, like some 900... Um, K or something. We don't know how long we're gonna still be able to get beef bulgogi. <laughs> That's so true. By the way, uh, if you haven't tried spicy pork bulgogi, spicy pork bulgogi, hands down, man. There's something about spicy pork bulgogi, bro. Man, you're making. Look, Jordan, I've. I've been fasted today. I haven't eaten anything yet. All I've, all I've had was probably three-fourths of a gallon of water and probably 30 ounces of coffee. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to eat, but I always fail, or most of the times I fail later on today. But let's see. Let's keep our fingers crossed. USA, USA, USA. I would definitely love to see North Korea declare war in the United States. I mean, who who wouldn't? I would love to see Kim Il Sung or Kim Il Sung, Kim uh, Kim Jong Il. Is it Kim Jong Il? It's not Kim Jong Il. It's Kim Jong. I don't know who it is. Kim something. I want him to declare war on 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 the United States. 
Because I don't even want to know what our reactions was, uh, is going to be. I would like to check out, like, the neighboring countries. Like, what's the Philippines going to do? What's Japan going to do? What's South Korea going to do? If, if North Korea declares war on the United States, I think what we could see within that first week is the K-pop group BTS doing a concert right by the DMZ line. I mean, it, it's going to happen. That'd be crazy as fuck. Because that means China may also do it as well. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. If North Korea ever declares war in the United States, you know it declared war because China was like, go ahead. We'll have your back. Man, could you imagine if China and North Korea team up to battle the United States? Man. Whew. Who's going to win? You've been seeing what's going on in Taiwan? Yes, I've been seeing what's going on in Taiwan. Kind of. Which story are you talking about? Are you talking about all the beatings? All the censorship? Stopping the protests? Is that what you're talking about? Because yes, I've seen it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jordan's sending me stuff. Let's see. What did Jordan send me? All right, let's go take a look at this video. China's nuclear threat. More Japan over its stand on Taiwan issue, okay? The video appeared uh, on a channel approved by the Chinese Communist Party. The controversial video was later deleted after it got about 2 million views. We will use nuclear bombs first. We will use nuclear bombs continuously. We will do this until Japan declares unconditional surrender for the second time. Jesus Christ. Is this really what they're saying? Or did the Chinese or the China Communist Party get, get hacked by a teen in Florence? <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. When we liberate uh, Taiwan, if Japan dares to intervene by force, even if it only deploys, uh, deploys one soldier, one plane, or one ship, 
we will not only return fire, but also wage full-scale war against Japan itself. Jeez! What the fuck? These are fighting words, bro. Taiwan is located off the southeastern coast of China and has been uh, governed separately. Blah, blah, blah. To Taiwan is a democracy with a population of 24 million. Beijing claims full sovereignty over it. The threat uh, video comes two weeks after Deputy Prime Minister of Japan, Taro Aso, said that Tokyo, gosh damn it, either I read too slow. Let me see this. That Tokyo must defend Taiwan. Ah. China Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokesperson Zhao Zhan, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, also urged Japan to adjust its mentality over the issue. We once again urge Japan to approach the relevant issues with the right mentality and show its respect for China's sovereignty and sincerity uh, in upholding regional peace and stability. He stressed that Taiwan is part of China and Beijing's internal affair and part of Chinese plans for reunification. Li Jian said that China never allows interference in the Taiwan question in any form by any country. Man. Well, it's definitely escalating, I'll tell you that. Good find. Good find. Well, let me tell you, Jordan. You know, you know what we need. We need the cast of crazy rich Asians. You know, okay, so there's big drama right now about Taiwan and China versus Japan, and because Japan's what, what Japan said and what. All I know is we better get the cast of Crazy Rich Asians so they could fix this damn thing. Send the cast of Crazy Rich Asians over to China and be like, Look, man, whatever Japan's doing, you know. Everything could be solved with either... Uh, um, everything could be solved between the Chinese government... And the Japan government, if they just met in the middle, and if somebody could could cook good mushu pork and have some good spicy tuna sushi. No, man. There's something about sushi and mushu pork on, on the Chinese end. Just, that, that just brings everybody together. Isn't that right, Jordan? Isn't that what it's all about? The Chinese trying the Japanese food and the Japanese food trying the Chinese food. You know what? If China had a problem with the Philippines... I would I would love to see Manny Pacquiao invite the Chinese Communist Party into his house 
to enjoy some garlic fried rice. You know what I mean? I don't know why I always talk Filipino food with you, bruh. <laughs> why do I always do this? Is it because I'm fasted right now and, you know, I could think of nothing but food? Possibly. Well, it's 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 tough to see. And here's the thing: is like we <laughs> sounds like you're hungry. Yeah. Okay. Stop teasing a beast. Christine making lumpia right now. You know what, man? You motherfucker. You, you know what, man? You know what? Don't do that, man. Don't do that. God damn! I want some lumpia right now, bro. That's such a tease. If you guys don't know, if you guys are, are watching me, a white guy dating a Filipino girl is going to tell a Filipino guy on his live stream that his Filipino woman is cooking him one of the best Filipino staples in the game. How much you got longer on the fast? Uh, you're going to think I'm crazy, Jordan, but uh, I'm going to try to not eat tonight. Or today, and I'm gonna try to hang on till uh till lunchtime tomorrow. I know, crazy, it's crazy, but I'm gonna try to do it, man. Fasting got me the good hair. Look at that. Look at that good old Filipino hair, man. The whole damn day. Yup. Haven't eaten since yesterday afternoon. Already went to the gym. Already worked. Feeling great. Feeling hungry as fuck, though, bro. Well, let's go on to the next piece of business, guys. Next piece of business, technology. And if you guys know, iPhone released some tidbits about the new iPhone that's going to be released later on this year. The iPhone 13, guys. Are you guys ready for the iPhone 13? Not to be confused with the iPhone 12. And what's the difference between the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 13? Of course, everybody knows it's the chip. Everything's faster. It comes in pink. Ooh, it comes in pink. You can use uh, pH hair uh, for rope and it's strong. <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> this is brought to you by The Verge. Oh, my God. Thank you for calling Chris Rubio in the studio with Rubio. Who this? What's the difference between the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 13? A button. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> There's actually no buttons, but uh, sure. Mr. Uh, who's this? Is it? Uh... This is Zach. Okay. This is Zach. It's, it's not hey. Jack. It's not Jack. No, no, no. This is Zach. This is Zach. <laughs> okay. Ask Jack Delk. <laughs> What's up, Zach? How are you, sir? Nothing much. I just heard how you're going crazy, and uh, it's because of Norm's death. I sympathize for you. It's because of what? Norm's death. Not oh, because yes. of fasting, because of North. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. He was yeah, one of my was... favorites, man. This is the thing. Like, you can't say there's a comedy Mount Rushmore because if you're only going to include four heads, 
Like you gotta have to like it's hard for you to like leave somebody off like Norm McDonald or even David Tell, but those guys are always like the floaters. Those are the guys that like that's how great they well, are. Well that's it's if just, you that's if you talk to a normal person. If you talk to a comic it'd probably be different. You know? Yeah. Well I feel as if it, I, I felt like it was the opposite. Like comics would be like, I had to throw in a David Tell or I had to throw in a Norm McDonald whereas like a lot of comedians We'll probably choose like Carlin, Pryor. Um, I'm trying to think. Sam Kinison, maybe. I, I wouldn't put him in well, mind, but I know some age. people. Like for me, right. like uh, if I was going to do a top 10, like a straight without even thinking about it, would be, of course, Dave Attell, uh, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. Um, I would put um, Norm MacDonald up there. I would put, of course, Pryor, Carlin. I would I would even put uh, for me because this is such a loaded like question because everybody's list is gonna be different you know what I mean right uh, you know and, oh go ahead and Norm is Norm is funny like I I would honestly say that Norm is his own type of funny category yeah but it's something that a lot of, it appeals to so many people because you don't necessarily like to have to laugh at all of his jokes but you can see the appeal like the smile he gives after every joke it's just that's the thing that kind of charms yeah, you to yeah. like give in yeah uh, uh yeah if it was a bad joke or a good joke he would always have the same kind of cadence same kind of delivery same kind of smile <laughs> you know and and i loved it you know it was just like yeah uh i don't know if you caught the beginning of the live stream but i played that moth joke that he did on conan the infamous moth joke do you remember that <laughs> Yes, you know it was it, it was amazing. Oh, because the light was on. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that other time he was on Conan. Um, he tried saying this one guy's name, and then the second time around he says it wrong. And so then Conan goes like, "You can't even remember his name right." And he goes, "Well, it's because you know people grow on you." <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean I have a lot of favorites of his. Th those two you mentioned, you know, uh, of course, any uh, uh, weekend update. And, of course, like his his uh, uh, famous celebrity of uh, impressions of himself. <laughs> oh, OK. What, that is, by the way, Norm is so underrated in comedy impressions. His impressions are the most underrated thing about him. But when you ask him to do an impression... He will commit to the character. That is how underrated he is, though. It's like not a lot of people know him for it. Yeah. Which one was your favorite impression, though, of his? I would say Bob Dole. Bob? <laughs> no, the one he didn't take seriously, obviously, was uh, Burt Reynolds. Like, that, <laughs> that was, was my favorite. That was my favorite. That was a great. <laughs> but that wasn't him. That was him goofy. Like that was him. Like I, there were other ones where you're just like, damn, he played this one to a T. But like Burt Reynolds, you could tell he was just like messing around. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He 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 will be missed. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also, okay, a favorite joke was probably the 12 minute bit about the news. Which one was that? It's in his comedy special. I think he did it up in the Bay. Um, I, was it I his latest one? Him. No, no, no. Um, it was like back in around when Tiger Woods had. So it's all on the same special with Tiger Woods. Oh. Uh, but he does a 12-minute bit about 
the news. And so if you type it in, just Norm Macdonald, the news, it's supposedly 12 minutes. But then it like just it takes a turn like halfway through and it becomes something so disgusting and so dark. <laughs> and you're still laughing at it. Like it's like I don't want to ruin it, but you're still laughing at it because of so, his oh, cadence. Oh, oh, and you're like, what should I YouTube? Uh, Norm Macdonald, the news. The news. All right. No, yeah, were you just, uh, were you an avid watcher of his Norm Macdonald show? His podcast with Adam Egan? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch them when they got on Netflix, really, but, like, I didn't. Yeah, that sucks to know what happened because um, his show got canceled because of the whole controversy about him, what he said with Roseanne and Louis C.K. I forgot. What did he say? So he was just he was on their side because, again, when it comes to comedy, you're like a family. So he said, hey, with, with everything that's going on with Roseanne, I think she, had, she should reach out to Louis because, you know, there are two people that have similar predicaments. Um, and it's, it's okay to like kind of reach out and like conceal each other when you're like kind of ostracized. And so yeah. the, the PC police got mad that they, like, he was trying to say, Hey, like he, he's giving advice to these people that are fucked up. And so like a lot of people attacked him for his advice on what two people should do since they're being attacked by the PC police. Yeah. Oh, that's a damn shame, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Norm. Uh, I've, rest I've, in peace. I've, yeah, man. I don't have my little like sound thing, but if if I did, I would have like the like the clap, you know. Uh, I thought you were beating off your meat there for a second. Yeah, man. By the way, <laughs> uh, uh, something uh, not related. I kicked ass in fantasy football. Tom Brady. Hey. Tom Brady was my QB for fantasy. Kicked ass. Hey. hey. By the way, for a guy that old, and if he wins another, I mean, he's already GOAT. But by him winning the Super Bowl last year kind of solidified him as the greatest of all time without a doubt, right? Yeah, but I hate he, to admit it, but yeah. What? I hate to admit it, but yeah, you're right. You hate to admit it? You're not a Tom Brady fan? No, I'm a Peyton Manning fan. Uh, I mean, I love Payne Man too, but you got to give credit where credit's due, bro. I am. That's what I'm saying. I hate to admit you know? it. But if he but wins it... another one, what happens after? Like, like, let's say hypothetically he wins another one. Like, what are people mm-hmm. going to say now? Like, like, you know, what? what is there to say that hasn't been said already if he wins another one? Um, well, a lot of the things that they're saying is like, oh, with New England, it was having to do with a lot of the cheating that happened, the scandals that were attached to his name. Yeah. Uh, maybe not his name per- personally, but like Bill Chuck. And so then now you see the amount of weapons he has around him. And then there was that infamous call at the end of week one or a Thursday night football game against uh, Dallas Cowboys. There was that call that a lot of people thought Antonio Brown had a pass interference. So yeah. a lot of them were like, oh, well, you know, it's Tom Brady, the refs, and bed again with each other. That always happens. And so a lot of people just think white privilege when they see Tom Brady. That's their complaints. I, I still think he, for a guy to march down the field the way he did, that's talent. Dude. That's yeah. skill. Yeah. That's hella talent. By the way, horrible gamer Jay from Twitch. What's up, bro? And everybody over here in Instagram Live. This is Zach Elk. Everybody loves Zach Elk. Follow him. What's your Instagram handle again? So it's Zach Elk. Uh, 
what is it? So, S-O, it's I-T-S, uh-huh. Zach, Z-A-C, and then elk, like the animal. E-L-K. Oh, why is it that? So it's Zach Elk. So it's because when you go, hey, what is it? So it's Zach Elk. Oh, okay. By the way, Jeffrey Keller from Facebook says, football is a team sport. Uh, you need a defense and excellent players around you. Of course. Yeah, you can't, uh, you know, what? when has there ever, um, of course, there's a lot of exceptions, but has there ever been a time when um, a team has won the Super Bowl with horrible defense? Mm, I, I, there, it's ha- definitely happened the other way around. But I'm not sure. I can't think of anything that's off the top of my head where I, there is no defense. I do, I, I do remember the most boring Super Bowl I've ever watched in my life was uh, when the Bears played this. I forgot what year it was. I was I don't know if I was in high school or some shit. All I knew is the quarterback was a guy named Gould. You know. And oh wait 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 what, what, what year was this? This was in years the- ago. I forgot what year it was, and uh, like. Uh, the quarterback was so bad every time. Like it was like a third and long, and he had to throw. Like I didn't want to watch because I know it wasn't gonna be. Uh, I, I know he, either he was gonna get sacked, or it was gonna get intercepted. That's how bad he was. <laughs> was it? Um. Okay, so I remember. That maybe the Indianapolis. Colts. By the way, horrible the gamer Jay from Twitch says I've been following Zach for a minute. Oh, you have. Wait, who is it? Horrible Gamer J. Oh, well, tell him to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the Indianapolis Colts, because when I was a Colts fan and I loved Peyton Manning, that offense was sick. He had Brandon Stokely. He had Reggie Wayne. He had Marvin Harrison. But that defense was crap. So I remember, like, I'd always, like, roll my eyes when that defense would come out onto the field. Even though they had Dwight Freeney and – um Robert Mathis, like there was nobody else that could help him. Yeah. Do you remember do you remember Payne Manning uh when he won the Super Bowl at Denver? <sighs> Dude, yeah. I even though he went to Denver, I didn't want to see him win. What? Well, like uh, there was kind of a part of me that felt bad that like he got stomped about the Seattle Seahawks, but he didn't deserve it the next year he won because uh the two years after and then it wasn't him as a star player. It was mostly the defense that carried him. It was. It was, uh, uh, what was. What was that guy's name? The Von the, Miller. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a beast of a defense. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're amazing. So it was just like that's kind of sad. You never want a person to win a championship when they yeah. barely are at their best. Like Peyton Manning was shades of himself. That was a sad part. Yeah. And his brother. His brother Eli Manning. Were <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're the mother, if you're the parents of of those children, of course you know Payne is the better player. But Eli did win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he won too. You know, yeah, he did. So, huh. <laughs> who's the better son? Yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, one's autistic, on. the other uh, one's Horrible gamer say, Jay said, "Yeah, he's done some comedy up in the Ville a few times." Sorry, I can't say much on this topic as I really don't follow sports. Man, wait, what do you say? I do comedy in Philly. F I L L E Ville, Ville, 
Villy? Valley? Up in the valley a few times. Oh, yeah, I com- do do comedy. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Victorville, I have never been Victorville. to oh, That's what he said. He said Victorville. Damn, I hate doing comedy in Victorville. But I love doing comedy in Victorville. You know, uh, I love Victorville. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Keller said Bears versus Patriots. Patriots spoke them. Thomas Jones at running back. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I remember that. That was a horrible, horrible Super Bowl. But um, when's the last time you've been up to Victorville, Zach? It's been a minute. I haven't. Uh, I need to hit up Travis, Travis Tapplesher, but I haven't been out there in a long time. I remember last time it was a Travis Tapplesher gig. He booked me for a dive bar. And, like, literally, I went up there with uh, another funny comedian by the name of Delaney Fisher. And me and her went up there. She she did great. And I, uh, by the time I went up there, uh, there was three white dudes sitting front center, and they were all on meth. I, <laughs> I swear to How did I know? It's because I asked them, are you guys on meth? With their missing teeth, they're like, yeah, we're on meth. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> They sounded pretty tame, though. <laughs> At least they were but they were great. To... Man, it, 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 it was because of that show. I'm like, I don't mind performing in front of a bunch of meth heads, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're, they're my new favorite people. They were laughing at everything I said. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not okay with you doing people doing meth, but if, if people could do meth and see a comedy show, I'm for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, who, Jordan Harris, Cam Noon is the best a son of the two Mannings. <laughs> yeah, he's also unemployed, so. Yeah, could you imagine that? Jeez, man. What a dive. What a dive from stardom, huh? Yeah, it's kind of crazy because he used to be MVP, and then now he's out of a job. You have, like, I'm not sure if you pay attention to baseball, but Cody Bellinger no, it was no. like the MVP a few seasons ago, and he's now laying an egg. And then same thing with Christian Yelich. It's like, what happens to people now nowadays when you like you win an MVP and then you're just totally irrelevant? Yeah, what the fuck? It must be such a you're 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 in an ultimate high and all of a sudden ultimate low. It's like I can't even. Well, I I guess it's like performing at the comedy store on a Friday night, you know, and then you kill it, and then like literally the next day you're just, you know. <laughs> you you're doing a, a a a horrible dive bar, you know? <laughs> In Victorville. <laughs> that's one thing I did miss. Okay, so I missed like when you would do a show. Yeah. And then like that same night you're writing the high and you're like, "Let me go to open mic." And then you oh, like, "Have I you ever ne- done that?" Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I... no. Go ahead. go ahead. I okay, to me that is like I didn't like it at first because it's a taste of my own medicine. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a serving of humble pie. But like after a while, I'm like, no, 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 no. I need this to like reset all of my calibration. <laughs> like I yeah, need to dude. be completely normal and not let this good set get in my head or anything <laughs> like that. I've done that. I've done that many times. Like you know, going. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, killed it at a show and be like, all right, well, I guess I, I have no work tomorrow. I'm just going to do this open mic. Why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> you know, why? Uh, it's like, uh, it's, like? It's, it's like, like, it's like when I'm fasting, right? So I'm fasting. I haven't eaten it, uh, anything uh, since uh, yesterday afternoon, right? 
And mm-hmm. so sometimes when I fast for this long, uh, I would like to think, you know what? I'm gonna break my fast with some fucking like a healthy man meal, you know, like ribs and nothing processed. But then sometimes after like a 30 hour fast, I find myself at like at a KFC or McDonald's. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> you you you. When I was in- You've gone through all all this time, and you're doing something good for your body. I'm saying you're gonna fucking reward it with shitty food, you know? Well, when I was vegetarian, um, oh, I would not have my eye on like returning back to like grass-fed beef or anything like that. Yeah. I always had my eyes for those four years that I was vegetarian. I would always have those my eye on those hot dog stands outside of Staple Center where they put the the bacon Ooh, wrapped around it. Oh yeah. That it was like I felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger cheating on the maid. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, man, shit. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta take a a piece of humble pie, bro. You know. Mhm. So. Yep. All right, I have to go, but. I love your show, as always. Uh, thank you, Zach. You're the best, buddy. I'll see you soon. I'll see you at the Oaks Tavern. Uh, just tell people where you're performing. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be this Monday, Oaks Ta- the Oaks Tavern with Ryan Tamo. Oh, uh, yeah. He'll be the excellent host. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Zach. I'll see you there on Monday, buddy. All right. I'll see you there. All right, man. Bye. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Elk. Isn't that great? How long have we been here? An hour and 17 minutes, guys. We don't know. I don't know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? I know what's going on. We're going to go to the next news article. Which is Jennifer Aniston related. Horrible Gamer J, have a good one. I never know what's going on. <laughs> no problem. Thank you, Horrible Gamer J. I'll see you soon, buddy. This is breaking news from entertainment. Jennifer Aniston says she'd like to date someone who isn't in the public figure. It'd be nice. Friendstar recently fended off rumors that she's dating David Schwimmer. Jennifer Aniston revealed she's pretty open when it comes to finding a partner. The Friends alum, 52, suggested in a new interview that her potential dating pool extends beyond Hollywood. Speaking on People TV, Aniston, 52, revealed she would be more than comfortable in a relationship with someone who is not a public figure. Well, well. Good old Jennifer Aniston wanting to date a regular dude. Why'd you date horrible gamer J, Miss Aniston? Time to shoot your shot. <laughs> you know, and 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 this and this is what I don't get. Okay, it's like. I remember I was watching, um, what's that called? Uh, what would you do with Johnny Quinones? 
And and I remember this this uh where they set it up uh, they set up in the diner. It was like a white chick and a black dude. And then um I don't know what happened. Either the parents were telling them that they disapprove of their relationship, you know. And then the parents leave. And I remember just a just this this one table of like like an old lady, and she and she looked at the couple, and she said, "Doves fly with doves." Crows fly with crows. <laughs> and I'm like, what? In this instance, as far as celebrities. Yeah, I do agree. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of celebrities that date other celebrities. I think that's that's within their own, like, natural feeling. But also, like, look. I'll always say, which one was that? Uh, uh, Notting Hill with you, Grant, and uh, what's her name? What's oh my god, my god, what is uh, 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 Julia Roberts? There you go, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, and you, Grant, Notting Hill. That's exactly what it is. And yes, I, I I do believe that. But the normal person in the relationship kind of I I wanna say I would feel any pressure, but I'm I'm just saying like I think on the average, I think they would feel pressure. But they shouldn't really, you know. It's like look, man, I mean, let me tell you, man, my wife. Man, I mean, you know, she married a celebrity, me. And and I got to tell you, it's it's sometimes hard going out in the public light. You know, it's it's really hard going to an open mic and 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 people coming up to me not only wanting my autograph, but telling me what time what time slot of the open mic I'm going to do in the next day. It's it's pretty difficult. It's pretty difficult, guys. You imagine dating someone uh, like that, though? Could you even afford their lifestyle? Well, they know I couldn't. I mean, quite frankly, if this was a hypothetical like uh, scenario and I was dating a celebrity and they were dating me, they know for a fact what I do. I'm not going to try to do anything extra. And I do agree with Horrible Gamer J that celebrities kind of date normal people just to feel grounded yeah i do believe that to a certain extent and if you want a person a celebrity to feel ground if kim kardashian was dating me i'll let you know that somewhere within our relationship i'm gonna be like hey kim come here man yo i don't want any more injections in the ass okay girl i don't want any more i don't want your ass to look any more like Madonna one week ago or one day ago at the VMAs. Was it the VMAs? Did you guys see Madonna's ass? 60. I think she's like 60 years old or some shit. Look, that's a fake ass, guys. That's a fake freaking ass, bruh. I know the feeling. My lady is tired of being trampled by all my fans when we go out. I didn't know uh, she still had... <laughs> 
Are you talking about the ass? Take a look at Madonna's ass. Um, at the VMAs like a couple days ago. Like me, me and my wife, we had to because uh, we we're, we were listening to a podcast, and the podcast like, yeah, it's definitely bun implants. And of course, if you tell me of a celebrity, and you tell me butt implants, the first thing I'm gonna do is fucking Google that shit, bitches. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. Googled it, and I'm like, yep. You know what? We're gonna take a look at right now. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a look at Madonna's ass right now. Madonna's ass 2021. Safe search? Uh, sure. Okay. Let's go off. Okay, alright. So let me see. Uh, come on, man. Madonna's ass, bro. Is this her? Hold on, let me see. I can't see it! It was just here! Did Google erase it? Oh, but Madonna VMA. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Madonna VMA, okay. Okay, Madonna VMA. Ah, there you go. Okay. Let's view this shit. Look at that. Guys. Is that not a butt implant? Yes or no? Yeah, I just Googled Madonna VMA and the first things that popped up were her results of her ass. Is that not a butt implant? That's a 68-year-old woman, okay? Look at that. Look at that. It, 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 it said, it, if, if, if you guys take a look at her right ass cheek, just about a centimeter up, it says made in China. Do you guys see that? You guys don't see that? Aftermarket. <laughs> I think both beads are probably aftermarket. That's hilarious. <laughs> Jeffrey Keller, being black, I am a professional uh, bootyologist. That's implants. Like, I knew it! For, for damn sure that's implants, bro. I mean... But hey, to each their own, it's real uh, enough to uh, touch in. Yeah. Look, man. Am I am I saying it's bad? I don't know, man. Look, man. I, would you still bang it? Would you still bang it? Horrible Gamer J, Jeffrey Keller. Looking at Madonna, 60-something years old. Would you still bang? Jordan Harris Madonna right now with that ass implant would you still bang 
Of course, we all know the answers. It, of course, the answer is depending how many drinks I've done. Oh, no, not me. I said somebody. You lie. What a liar. She looks 40-ish. Nope. But she's really sitting. Yeah, not 70. God damn. She, no way she's 70. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go again. Let's see how uh, how old is Madonna. Yes, I would. <laughs> I would for the likes and so. Uh, oil trend on Twitter, a career move. Oh yeah, she's sixty-three, but still. <laughs> Look, man, guys will be guys, of course. But Jennifer Aniston at fifty-three, wow. Marissa Torme. What about Marissa Torme? My goodness. Guys, Marissa Torme. She's old. She's she's up there too. She's in her 50s. But unbelievable. Coming from a married man, man. As long as you don't uh, have to eat her out and with a condom. God damn, John. Did, uh, damn, man. Already, dude? <laughs> Horrible Gamer J. I don't mind boob implants at all, but butt implants are where I draw the line. Yeah. As long as it looks proportional, right? You know, if, if, if there's if there's one 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 pet peeve that I have is uh, look, and this goes for every guy. I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm not trying to be an asshole. But to me, uh, I would say the women that I'm into have proportional things. You know, like if you're going to have big breasts, you better have a big ass. If you're going to have medium breasts, you better have a medium ass. I can't have big breasts, small ass. You know, I can't have a big ass and no titties. You know, like there has to be. They say everybody has a preference, but I think everybody likes proportionality. This is such a guy thing. <laughs> Every guy likes a bit, a little bit of proportionality. You know what I don't get is the guy's like, I'm into the eyes, bro. I don't care about the titties. I don't care about the ass. I care about the eyes, bro. Well, I could spot a liar. <laughs> Let's go on to the next order of business, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. What did you say? 
you can't have a big ass lips and a small face. Uh, you look like uh, Maggie Simpson. Selma Hayek? What about Selma Hayek? What about her? Hell yes! That's a 10 out of 10. Are you kidding me, dude? What about Selma Hayek? Get out of here, John. <laughs> All right, guys. Time's a brewing. I think we should just go into the into watching the damn trailer already. If you guys must know, let's watch some chills. And of course, today we're gonna watch the Hawkeye trailer. Hawkeye. If you guys don't know, he's 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 a good character in Marvel. Hawkeye is a good character. And right now, what we're gonna do for my people on Twitch. For my people on Facebook, we're going to watch this damn trailer. Because this damn trailer I heard is pretty good, so. This is the first Christmas we've had together in years. I love you guys. I'm making up for some lost time. Authorities are wondering if the masked vigilante who terrorized the city's underworld is back. The past has caught up with me. Should we be worried? No, no, it's nothing. I'll be home for Christmas. I promise. It's the most wonderful time. <laughs> when I wore this suit, <laughs> I made a whole lot of enemies. You're a Hawkeye. Who the hell are you? Some people have actually called me the world's greatest archer. Are you one of those people? It's the most wonderful. Hey, babe, I should be back in a day or two. Hang on a second. Things have gotten more complicated. Okay, I like it. I like the angle that they're doing. Fucking die hard with a bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. By the way, Die Hard. Die Hard was a great series, I gotta admit. It was a great series. The first one, of course, you know. But I also liked all the subsequent ones, too. There was nothing wrong in those. It doesn't look bad at all. And you know what I, uh, I love about this? Uh, well, first of all, we should all feel fortunate. We should all feel fortunate that we've come from an... 
when was the only time you remember in your life that you had all these films? I'm talking about these Marvel films. Because everybody remembered the first Avengers. All these movies warped into one. It was amazing. Would you say, John? Die Hard is the best Christmas uh, movie ever. Hell yeah. Yippee-yay-yo-kai-yay, motherfucker. Okay. I don't know, guys. The original Die Hard versus Under Siege with Steven Seagal. Which one? Which one was better? I don't know. Those are two good ones. Under Siege, Steven Seagal versus the first Die Hard with Bruce Willis. Okay. All right, Die Hard. I, I, I get that. I get that. Okay. Good job, horrible gamer J. Or I got a better question for you guys. I barely remember Under Siege, and I've watched both. <laughs> I've got an even better question. Goonies versus. Big Trouble in Little China. Which one do you have? Goonies versus Big Trouble in Little China. Answer responsibly because this could end really... God damn it! No, you didn't! I cannot believe you would pick Goonies over... Go really? Goonies over Big Trouble in Little China. Man, we're going we're gonna to end this right away, man. This is... Big Trouble Little China. Oh my God, we got horrible gamer Jay and Jordan Harris. I, uh, we're, I'm going to unfriend both you motherfuckers, man. I cannot believe this, but it's that's bias. I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch. Uh, what, what is this? Uh, Big Trouble Little China until later, like five years ago. Oh, okay. So there's not no, nostalgia bias. Okay, I get that. John Mendy says, Steven Seagal, hashtag trigger, hashtag reported fuck him. He's nowhere as good as Willis. Okay, all right. I get it. Okay. I get it, John. No need to. No need to uh, bombard the podcasting. Big trouble fucking James. That's what I'm saying. You know what? I really think this is an H thing. Because Horrible Gamer J and my good friend Jordan, they're not as old as I am. Okay, me and John were probably the same age. Jordan, it's like watching The Matrix 20 years later and uh, you didn't get the first watch and you were younger uh, and you could really enjoy. Bruh, I'm 36. Bruh, I'm 40. Talk to me when you're 40, bruh. 36, 36, that's the new 25, bruh. <laughs> 36 man now you young bruh how was the, how was the uh how was your high school prom horrible gamer jay how was your high school prom last year bruh
<laughs> hey man, calm down. We don't have to get your heart pills. Oh gosh, damn, dude. I know. <laughs> that's a, that, that's hilarious. I always I always love that joke too. You know, like if, if you guys don't know the joke, it's like you know the joke is like, hey, how old are you? And then they would say a number. And then you would say, oh, man, you don't look a day over and just minus one from the number that they said. It, it, it's always a good joke. Like Horrible Gamer J, 36, man. You look good for your age, man. You don't look a day over 35, bro. <laughs> no, I don't have hard pills. I, I, I hope to never have hard pills, bro. I know when you get later on in life, it's like a, is somewhat of a necessity somehow, right? I like Goonies, but Big Trouble uh, ushered in the Street Fighter era and the green-eyed Asian girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you guys remember the original Street Fighter, the movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Do you guys remember how horrible... How horrible of a movie that was. That was fucking horrible. My God. At least Mortal, Mortal Kombat, the original film, was horrible too. But at least that was far superior than freaking Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme, for God's sakes. That movie was so horrible, you loved watching it. Yeah. Especially the end. Uh, how do you spell it? John Claude. Oh, there you go, Van Damme. I want I uh, the ending. The ending sucked. Ending victory pose. Oh yeah, this was this was it. This was it. I, I I found it. I found it, guys. I found it. Yes. Uh, <sighs> uh, Tegasa, on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is this a different language? I guess you've earned your passports back. You can hang on to them. Somebody's gonna have to help put this country back together. Maybe a couple of hustlers can help. Ever think of uh, 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 this movie was so horrible, dude. And it, hold on, what uh, would you say, horrible gamer J? And it sucks that M Bison actor really put uh, his all into his final role. It happened to be Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Listing. We're all gonna watch in shame, guys. The final pose. Zangief. Hannah <laughs> 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 Guile. 
how about that interview? For my network. Sure. But only if you wear that dress. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, it's horrible. I know, right? I loved her, dude. Come on, Big Trouble also introduced Raiden, and again, don't forget fucking James Wong and his crazy ass. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Okay, all right. I, you know, hey, Jean Benitez from Facebook. Good point. Great point. Actually, hold on. There you go. <laughs> But right now, we're going to see one of the most horrible endings in movie history. Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme, the ending pose. Ah, that was so horrible! Horrible! We're going to watch that again. Let's watch it again. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. That's true, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're wrong, horrible gamer J. The pose is horrible too. Because I know they were taking it from, from the original street pose, right? That was uh, Sun and Hell, yeah. <laughs> Why does why does John want me to take a look at John? Oh yeah. By the way, uh, this was from. Was this from? You could dance. Uh, dancing. Yeah. Why why are we watching this, John? It's all because okay, of you, John. I'm, I'm good. It's all because of you, buddy. Like to see you dance. Observe your. Fucking John. Here? Really? Well, thank you, John. Thank you, John, for making me listen to 80s. Oh, God. I hate you, John. I hate you, John. <laughs> I want to laugh at John Claude, but it wouldn't be much better, so better if I uh, directed to me. <laughs> By the way, Horrible Gamer J, um, John Benitez runs a show at a Harvell's. Uh, is this uh, bar in Long Beach. And uh, let me tell you, after three beers, uh, this is the way he dances every time. You know what I mean? Get on up. <laughs> Move on out. Ain't no place. Huh. But down. 
Of course, it can't be a Jean-Claude Van Damme scene without him doing the splits. <laughs> this is so horrible. No, right? I mean, where's the restaurant owner? Hey, could you stop kicking? That's bad. That's expensive stuff right there. Don't not buy the jukebox, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're we're. I have to stop watching this, bro. I really do. Well, guys, I mean, we've already made it to two hours of this this live stream. I just want to say thank you. And for, of course, the people that hopped into Instagram Live. How are you guys? Yes, Harvell's also has the burlesque, uh, the burlesque show. <laughs> it's just the roadhouse scene set in Asia. That's exactly what it is, dude. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've made it through another edition of In the Studio with Ruby. I just want to say thank you very much for joining me. Guys, if you want to follow me on my social media, I'm on all these lovely socials. Pause this video. Give me a follow. And, of course, guys, if you guys want to send me some money, I do this every Tuesday, 2 p.m. on the live stream, on the Facebook, on the Twitch, and on everywhere else. You can, If you want to send me some money, support, uh, if you want to support my work, you can find me at Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, or Facebook Messenger. And, guys, also, if you're on YouTube, do me a favor. Hit that notification bell. But more importantly, hit that subscribe button in the lower, uh, lower right-hand side. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for my people on Instagram. Thank you. God bless, and peace out.